0: It's a dreadful ball, and Chelsea could be in here with Kof, who goes for goal and scores. Finds the back
1: of the net. Henri.
2: What a goal. Inspiration for Arsenal from
0: Thierry Henri. Meddler. Lovely pushing header. But oh, You're beautiful! What a headshot! What a headshot! The Ghost Goal Podcast. continue to spurs it up as they fell to bournemouth on the road losing one to nil thanks to a late winner from nathan ake spurs also taken down a nine men shortly after halftime which helped lead to that result for them it was a difficult and controversial win for liverpool who won at st james's park against newcastle for the first time in four years divak Origi getting a late winner very controversial game and then on super sunday we finally see one team bow to the race for top four chelsea started off the day with a three no victory against watford Ruben Loftus Cheek, David Luiz, and Higuain getting the Blues all three points, and they locked in a top-four finish. Arsenal got off to a good start against Brighton, ended up drawing with Brighton. And they can no longer finish above Chelsea on the season. And relegated Huddersfield were able to draw 1-1 with Manchester United. And as to Gunnar Solskjaer's men can no longer clinch a Champions League spot for next season. And that brings us to today, where Manchester City faced off on Monday Night Football against Leicester. In a nervy game up until about the 70th minute or so, when Vincent Company hit a screamer from 30 yards out. And got them all three points, and most likely a title. Welcome to the Ghost Goal Podcast. I'm Andrew Fassaro, We got the whole gang in here tonight. We got Alex Moss and Javier Revelo along for the ride.
1: How we doing, oh, fellas? God, that was that was a great intro, Andrew. But fuck that.
2: Just <laughs> I don't know. Who you're talking about Javier. I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Right. Just, every, everything, everything champions. about that was not. A, uh, yeah. I, really I can't wait guys, for this season to be over. I really, over. really hope it's you guys miserable. play in the Europa League
0: final. I really hope, I really hope we get a ghost gold goal in the in the Europa League final. And I like, no offense, Javier, I'm kind of rooting for Chelsea in that one, just just to, to oh kick oh you more that's Javier
2: might quit the pod if that happens. I, I think you're right. <laughs> we're beating <laughs> them in that, that final. Just... We're beating
1: we beat them. Listen, Andrew, we beat them. They they were so sure they were going to win the double. With a better team, like their title-winning team, they were like, we're winning the double. Arsenal is shit. Like, you guys are finishing out of top four. We're going to run you over. Look at, look at Javier and just plopping out examples dumped, from years We dumped ago. on them in Was the FA Cup final. This, this is, this is – now no, two years ago. And this is more important – this is more important, a worse team, and there's going to be VAR. So they're fucked. There's no well, chance. Let's wait win. for
2: the. Let's wait for any possible Europa League preview until we're going to record the preview pod for next weekend on Thursday night. So those semifinals have been played. Because so I have a sinking feeling that because we secured uh, Champions League this week, we might just be completely not at the beach, but we might just be. I don't know. At Home I, on Thursday. Sorry needs <laughs> it's a trophy. A slight I, concern. Sorry. Uh,
0: trophy would be huge vindication for Sorry in his first season at Chelsea, especially after a lot of the drama that happened in the middle of it. I don't think you can turn down an opportunity to not only screw over a rival and prevent them from getting into Champions League, but also for sorry to capture the first trophy of his career. I, I don't see how you don't take that seriously. Like you no longer like also, Sunday's I game was, is now less important. Like on Sunday you should just play like the U18s on on Thursday you should bring all the big guns. But that's that's me. I'm not I'm not Maurizio. Sorry, I don't have to coach Chelsea.
2: No, and Golo Conte. I
0: I understand that that, but
2: like no, just I'm just saying it's just another. Uh, 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 another factor add to the equation. Isn't it a game at the bridge? Yeah, it is. Okay. If you guys lose at the bridge to Frankfurt, like we don't need to lose. If, if it's like two, two or one, one, we can lose on penalties. You know, we, we we should have put them away. We we should have scored like three or four there. It's what I'm saying is it's hanging in the balance a little bit. All
0: right. Well, let's, let's start things off on Friday afternoon. Everton got a two nil victory over Burnley. Javier getting that one right, adding to his long list of correct score predictions on the season, but don't worry. He didn't get all the points for the weekend. Uh, Bournemouth on early Saturday morning get a one 0 victory against Tottenham. Nathan Ake in the 90th plus one minute, a Hyunmin Song red card in the 43rd minute, and then Juan Foyth, who was subbed on at halftime, getting sent off for like three minutes after he was subbed
1: on for a uh, horrendous just a, tackle, just a horrible it tackle. Was, it was a good call by the ref, like get yes. off the pitch, like. But uh, is this also
2: oh, the is this the added banter to that? Is that uh, they? Uh, but Pochettino took off for Tongan at halftime because he had a yellow card and it had made a few like questionable challenges. And three minutes in, his replacement gets sent off, and they're down nine men for the rest of the. He second made a half. great
1: run before that, to be fair. The three minutes he played, he looked fantastic.
2: Yeah, that was a hell of a three minutes. <laughs>
1: three minute man, right there, fellas.
0: Uh, but look, is this must be nice? Think it must be nice. I look. I mean. I watched. I didn't get to watch this game. Shocker. Uh, Seven a.m. call time on a weekend that I was visiting friends in D.C. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. That wasn't happening. Was not waking up for that one. Um, but I watched the extended highlights. Tottenham made some chances. I I watched those chances, and I'm like hard hard to say that Tottenham don't win this game with their full strength. And I look at this Tottenham as team as a a team that is limping heavily into the the, to the final run of the season. They're on terrible form. They lost already at home at, in in the Champions League to Ajax. Now they lose on the road. Now you have no Hinman Song for the last game in the Premier League, which they do need to get something out of so that they can still qualify. No, not really.
2: No, not they're, really. They're they're good. They, they, need, good. they need an eight goal, goal difference swing like, for us to catch at them. Best
1: and- will <laughs> win like 3 0, 4 0. Right, that's before you consider if, the game. If we have like, like a crazy only. game and they'd have to lose 3 or 4 0 against Everton, it's not going to happen. At home. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's I'm, all but locked up. But at the time, Newcastle it was the first did, game of all the top did lay the, blood, the, the banter on them <laughs> that season. The 5-0 yeah, a couple years ago? I mean, yeah, people don't remember that.
1: And Everton are in good form, so maybe, maybe, you know. That's what I'm saying. Spurs like, have I, been I don't think they, they can
0: just show up and be lackadaisical this coming weekend. And, and are you guys concerned? I mean, there's one game left. That's the problem. Like if there was if there were three more weeks for Tottenham, I'd be saying this is my team to like fall out of the top four, but also at the same time I don't know who's gonna slide back up there. Um, I think they're safe.
1: Nah, but I, nah, they're completely safe. They're completely safe.
0: Is this is 100%. this is just a very close to a, another Spurs collapse, is all I'm saying.
2: And and they Yeah, the, the best content I saw on Twitter after this was remember the opening scene of the Pirates of the Caribbean movie where Jack Sparrow is on a boat that's sinking as it's coming into deck? Yep. And he's standing on the very top of the mast, and as it like finally sinks, he just steps off perfectly onto the onto the uh the dock. And it was just like Tottenham's end of season run, and it's just like slowly progressing downwards, but they somehow find still get where they originally wanted to go. The the form has been terrible, which you can say for a lot of us, the three through six teams. But uh, I I was kind of happy that we finally saw Tottenham get uh, a couple of red cards because they've, I mean, for years now under Pochettino, they've been coached to be aggressive. And at times it's come out like Way too, uh, way too aggressive, especially in big games where it seems, it seems like every time I watch Tottenham, like Chelsea aren't innocent either. Neither are other teams, but like Tottenham just, I, I always bookmark that as like a game where, okay, Hazard might get injured in this game because Dyer's just going to come in and cleat him multiple times and Sissoko and Wanyama and, all, and it can go on forever. So it's ha- I'm happy to see uh, some of their their debauchery Punished finally, and that for them to actually lose a game. Thank you to secret agent Ake. He got in there and he got the goal. Get us back up into third place. You'd love to see it. I
0: saw that Chelsea do have like a buyback clause on him from Bournemouth. It's like forty million pounds. I'm a big I'm a big Nathan Ake guy. I still think he's like a couple years away from being like truly elite, but
2: I think he's. It it might have expired by now because it's been. I'm not sure. I don't think it was forever. We could buy him back for that amount, but like after the first season or two. So uh, he's a good player. I wouldn't be, it would be terrible bringing him back, but uh, Bournemouth might be his level.
0: All right, and that brings us to some of the other Saturday results. You had West Ham getting a 3-0 victory over Southampton, Wolves winning 1-0 over Fulham, and then Crystal Palace relegating Cardiff with a 3-2 victory on the road. So your three relegation teams are set. It is is Cardiff, it is Huddersfield, it is Fulham. That's two out of the three promoted teams. Wolves, obviously, uh, with today's result, look like they're locked into seventh place. So two teams going right back down and one team potentially going to Europe, which is... Very interesting uh, first year in the Premier League for those three clubs, Uh, or whatever first year in some time, whatever whatever you want to call it. And then we get to the two forty five, the rare two forty five Saturday Premier League game, which I I love it. I love it so much. I don't understand why they don't do it more often, but that's a conversation for another day.
2: Liverpool Uh, game. It's public transport. Public transport doesn't run that late in England. Uh, Ah, also away fans. There's a huge away fan culture in England. With you of fans traveling from London up to Newcastle or up to Liverpool and back and if I mean they have to get back after that game ends at like 9 or 10 o'clock and that's where the public transport comes into it.
0: I also heard that they like don't want fans drinking all day in preparation for a game but they somehow let them do it for cup games and let them do it for European games and it doesn't seem to stop anyone but I mean
2: because there's a full working day before for European games so people are coming from their jobs to go to the games. Who 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 hasn't had a Beer uh, at their be the desk.
0: Games. Who hasn't had a beer at their desk, guys? I mean, come, on, it's not that You're hard. Right, they're it's all coffee just cup Drunken
2: wretches in Europe.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I was talking amongst us here. I, I said nothing <laughs> about Europeans. Uh, no. So, anyways, Liverpool played Newcastle. Two forty-five start, and uh, Newcastle showed up in this one. Van Dijk getting the early header we off a corner. We thought they might.
1: Uh,
0: Christian Atsu coming back and scoring a goal. Uh, Mohamed Salah in the 28th minute, Rondon in the 48th, er, Rondon in the 54th, Mohamed Salah picking up a concussion. Not much longer after that, and Divock Origi coming in late again to get help get Liverpool all three points. And I just got to say it because I know people were killing the referee on Twitter on Saturday. This game was horribly refereed. Yeah, just terribly uh, it refereed. did benefit. It did benefit Liverpool more than it benefited Newcastle, but this game was atrociously refereed. Just the theme of uh, the
1: season. Just, it, every, almost every single day, there's been a game where there's been a bunch of bad refereeing decisions. Last week in the Chelsea game, this week in the Arsenal game, Liverpool game. E- I mean, Trent week,
0: Alexander-Arnold should have been sent off.
1: Yeah. like There was, yeah, there was just so many... Things that, and there's, and it's been the theme of the season. I mean, there's been so many, you know, offsides, dives, uh,
2: but think they're bringing in off, VAR. The, off
1: the ball incidents, just so many things. It's just, it's just left a, lot, a sour taste in the mouth for this year. And I'm not just saying that because Arsenal are finishing outside of top four. It's just it,
2: oh it's,
1: oh he he admits his fate. It's
2: been a continuous. I hadn't, I hadn't heard this. I hadn't heard this spiel before uh, Arsenal season started taking a turn. No, wow, I've, I I've, I've been happened.
1: complaining about the referees for months I mean, and months. We've complained months.
2: about referees since the dawn of time. Like it's just like, yeah, but it, this year it was pretty referees pretty are really terrible. Bad, yeah, It's why we should right, have had VAR season. They announced they we're just, getting like, VAR next axed year. They
1: like at last second. God, for God knows why. Like leagues that have much less money had VAR this year. Germany, Italy Yeah, I mean Spain. Italy and
2: Germany have had it for two years. Yeah. France has had it for a year or year or two. S- Spain had it this year. This is year? Spain's first right. year. Right. But like yeah, how are we Spain's the last year.
1: the last, you know
2: but, Okay but Shitty referees aren't the story of this game. Diving dumbass players are the story of this game. And I just want to congratulate Fabinho. Mohamed Salah was real lonely in the divers club of Liverpool. Uh, Fabinho, you've been added. Come on he, in. He doesn't. Uh, he does it like very
1: often to be like.
2: He does that very often. He dives pretty often. I, I, I try to give them the benefit of the doubt. I gave Mohamed Salah the benefit Fabinho's of the doubt for as long a as I could. Cunt. But he's in the club. He's a proper congratulations,
1: like, he's a shit player. Like and but you, you would those. love, love him. him exactly you love Arsenal. him on your yeah. team but if you Absolutely. play against him you fucking and you know hate who else
0: him. you know who else was also one this... Diego Costa huge Absolutely. dickhead yes, yes. yes. As I was just about yes. to say Absolutely. Luis Suarez but... huge dickhead like I, there, there's the, the, you know what you either, live to, you either die the hero or you see yourself become the villain. And if, if this is what I'm going to have to be on this podcast, because apparently everybody and their fucking mothers doesn't want to see Liverpool win, win yeah, anything, nobody then to I'm going to just win. be the biggest dickhead on the internet. Because for a, have not seen this team win a major trophy. So I'm not going to be the first one to go start throwing stones on the internet. Because I'm a classy human being when I feel like being it. But this season has taught me one thing, that no one else is going to be classy. So why be a nice person? I'm just gonna be a dick. I'm gonna make fun of everybody and I'm gonna be ruthless, okay? Because it works, apparently. So, congratulations, internet. I'm gonna be your worst nightmare
1: oh i mean careful.
0: it's fine barcelona fans were digging up my virgil van dyke tweet on sunday so apparently they also haven't seen marvel's endgame yet or maybe even the first avengers because that tweet went viral in fucking march and it took them until now to find that i was cl-
2: Do these people go like searching for i this stuff? dude like, i legit was getting like, I w- that i wonder like
0: i was getting that tweet they blown up market and all save weekend. it for later I, well the funny thing was they found it on saturday it's like bro this would have been way funnier if you caught it on Wednesday when it was, like, relevant content. And I said that to somebody, and he, like, got all hot and bothered. And it's like, yeah, of course. Like, it's because any good joke has a time and a place. And it on Sunday oh, afternoon
2: – He's got another chance to post it on Tuesday. That, yeah,
0: that's what I told him. Uh, <laughs> if it goes their way. Um, no, I, I do want to – We haven't talked about the game at all.
2: <laughs> we have not. We have not. We,
0: But, it was, I mean, Newcastle – Newcastle were
1: unlucky, I think, to, to not get anything out of this game because – for what I, I they did, say, it was a monumental effort from them.
2: I mean it was even a when you guys effort. went up
1: three two, they still like pressed to get that goal and like Allison had to make saves in this game. It wasn't like a clear cut, just like, you know, Newcastle no, got a couple chances and they scored on both of their chances. Like, no, like they played some good football in this game. I I was like pretty surprised at how much fight they put up. I
0: wanna I, I do wanna give Newcastle credit, but I also wanna bring up another conversation here. When Jurgen Klopp came into Liverpool, what were we really, really bad at? I mean, really bad at.
2: Set pieces. Beating anyone below ten. Set
1: pieces. Well, yes, that. <laughs> and you but scored set all pieces. of your goals on set pieces, yes.
0: We scored two of them on set pieces. No, the Salah right. was just a typical yeah, cl- yeah, yeah, cross. Right. But what I'm saying is that in, in a couple years, Jurgen Klopp has, has brought this team from being just an absolute dumpster fire at set pieces to the uh, best team Virgil in the Van league
1: God, that third goal, that 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 play that he did. Just oh, you mean the first goal? The at, first goal? No, no the the no, the, no, the, third, the goal, third one. He like you see Trent Alexander Arnold walk up to the free kick, and uh, Shakiri's like walking away from the free kick, and Van Dijk's just going crazy, like screaming, like Shaq, Shaq, like you're taking this, like you're taking the free kick, and like you see him be like, but me, like but like, and then
2: like, he's like, he's, he's just like, trying to get that right. bag. He's trying to get that extra so, like, special, continually screaming at him to, uh, like, he says it,
1: like five or six times. And then like, finally he goes over, like puts in a beautiful free kick, like an in-swinger. And I mean, it was like, it was like, it was like, it was the right
2: angle for it. It made sense. Yeah, but it it, was, just, it like, was the right choice, but he had the conviction to, and leadership he, to make it happen. He wanted and to give Van Dyke the assist
1: because it was such a, like, it, you saw it happening on TV, like him, gen- like say, telling Shakiri that he needed to take it, and then it happened. And yeah, I mean Shakiri's a, a amazing player. It's definitely a shame he doesn't play more. Um,
0: I don't know. I still don't know what's up with that. I don't know if he might not even start in the Champions League for them against Barcelona. They may. Oh, I guarantee he'll mid-throw. start
1: after that after getting the the winning assist. There.
0: I don't know. I mean, they may they might do Divacarigi and Mane up top and let them go at it. They might and might add another guy in midfield. They might play Brian Brewster. You need the goals.
1: You need the goals. I'm 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 almost sure that Shakiri's going to start. Especially after that Klopp interview saying that he's an idiot for not playing Shakiri more. Y- you got to think that he's 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 going to be like give him his big chance against Barcelona and say, "All right, buddy, like lead us back, like do something crazy."
0: I didn't like Daniel Sturridge starting this game. Sturridge, to just, be honest, he's done. Yeah, he's, I don't know. If he, he's done with Liverpool. Yeah, yeah he's definitely done with Liverpool. On this summer. That guy Somebody, is... Well, he's no. He's on it. He's available on a free right now. Like someone's gonna take him. It's just is
2: he like if if Javier or Arsenal interested in uh, injury prone, pacey um, Pace, strikers, English strikers? You guys don't have enough of those, uh,
1: Alex. I mean, you guys are transfer ban, so you can't even be interested in him, can you?
0: Well, no, he's a free agent, so they
2: should be able to sign him.
1: Oh, right. No, I don't no, think so. I, I don't think, think so because so. you can't
2: – yeah. the, the band is over-registering new uh, players. So enjoy your, uh,
1: enjoy your and Tammy Abram at uh, Chelsea next year. We'll,
2: we'll get that sorted out. We'll get that sorted
1: out. Don't uh,
2: worry about that. Uh, Best lawyers in the I world. Don't
0: poke the Tammy Abraham bear, okay? I, I, I know he only scores in the box, but I, I really – I'm okay with not dealing with. No, I think he's pretty times. good. Yeah, I,
1: I've, I've, my, I my take. Don't poke that bear. My take to Alex is that like he would probably score like 15 to 20 goals as the Chelsea striker, starting striker, if he played every game.
0: That would put him up in the Golden Boot race this year, Javier. You, you do realize that
1: 15 you to know, 20 I'm goals even. really isn't that you see much have what what to this put year. up with. Yeah, but like that, like this year the Golden Boot race was like not that. Like last year, like there was a bunch of players who had like 29, 30. Thirty one, and then well, like Harry, solid Harry one Kane's been
0: Harry's Kane. Harry Kane's been really injured, and you have to think that Liverpool kind of distributed the load a little bit more evenly this year between Mane and, and Mo, which I don't give a shit. And Aguero
2: about. hasn't had De Bruyne just setting him up perfectly yeah, with perfect passes all the time.
0: Also, I mean, well, also Raheem Sterling's taken away from his goals too. Like, are we really going to see Raheem score, Sterling score this many goals? Every year? I don't think so. I think he's going to score a bunch. I just don't. I think he's having a great year this year, just like Mo had a great score, year last of, year. He's 15
2: to
1: 20 goals every year,
2: yeah. Speaking of bears, not to poke, don't poke that bear. He'll just Sorry. keep getting better. He's only like 24. I don't want no, he's, 22. He, no, he's the- 22. 22.
1: he just won no, the. He's not 22. Yes, he is 22 because he just won 23. 22. He has to be 23 then because
2: he just won Young Player of the Year. No, he was. It, it, Raheem it, it, Sterling I, I is
0: 24 years of age. He was born December was, 8th, 1994.
2: Yeah, he was 23 at the start of the season. That's why he was el- eligible for it.
0: Which is the dumbest thing ever. They, so should, make yeah. they yeah. should make it 21
2: and under. They should make it 21 and under because the fact that uh, he's been playing six or seven years of professional football and he's still getting young player of the year is just kind of the, like, what? We've yeah, known about this guy for yeah, a while. Like, it's just say, a yeah. consolation
1: yeah. prize saying, oh, you definitely were the second best player, but we're going to give it to Van Dyke because he deserves it.
0: Uh, so I mean, look, we didn't really get into the nitty gritty with Liverpool. We kind of hit on the overlying topics. They got three points. Divacarigi again comes in and scores a uh, a late winner, which is hilarious. And I have a tweet that's actually doing pretty well right now. Um, if if Liverpool do win the title, that we should all have to get Divacarigi tattoos. It's been like like th- a plus three hundred times right now, which for for a really dumb take with him coming on in the 77th minute I, I'm happy with that kind of interaction uh, by
2: the way follow us on Twitter at Ghost Goal Pod crazier things have happened Andrew yeah I'm <laughs> you aware. might be getting a Divock
0: tattoo if, if Liverpool won the title I shit why not I mean
2: Ugh. first time in 29 years you can't years? be buried in a Catholic cemetery Andrew what would your fa- parents think there's, there's, do you have a tattoo
0: <laughs> who cares about getting buried in a Catholic, in a Catholic cemetery <laughs> who cares they, about
2: that you're dead yeah. why would you care burn my body yeah, <laughs> bring me, me to the me beach bring me to the beach
0: Cremate me and bring yeah. me to Anfield, for God's sakes. Who cares about it? Who, cares? Who Who's going to go visit my my my, my gravesite? I'd rather you just go to my favorite bar and have a drink and watch Liverpool. I don't care about you coming to my gravesite. Uh, let's move on to Sunday. Chelsea getting a 3-0 victory over Watford. Ruben Loftus-Cheek in the 48th. Luis in the 51st. Higuain in the 75th. Done and dusted.
2: Alex? Thank you very much. Yeah. I mean, I guess for everyone but us, the top four is Lava because...
1: After well, weeks and weeks and Liverpool. weeks of
2: all, well, yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about the three through six teams. You know, just the form has been awful, but ours has just been the least awful. So, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> I honestly I don't have much to say about this game. It was kind of a dumpster fire for the whole first half. We just kind of looked like we had the Europa League hangover from Frankfurt on Thursday, and then uh, second half, a couple set pieces. And we took control of the game and it was just nice to win again because felt like a while because even that Europa League game, we did draw 1-1 when we should have put three or four past them. So uh, after a couple of frustrating draws with uh, Frankfurt, United and Burnley the week before that, it was just good to finally get three points when everyone else around us seems to be dr- drawing or dropping even more points.
0: You guys finish above Tottenham, yes or no?
2: Uh I I don't know. I really don't know because uh because it, it's it's just hard to say. Like I I usually can predict Sarri's lineups pretty pretty well, but uh for that final game of the season on Sunday, uh, depending on injuries or, or whatever from who we played on Thursday, it's it, it's hard to know whether they'll play like a significantly weak inside or not. I'm guessing we don't win at Leicester because we don't have to. Um and we may even lose. So uh, third would be nice, but I wouldn't be surprised if we end up in fourth. All
0: right, well, I'm not going to spend too much time on the game. Let's jump over to Huddersfield 1, Manchester United 1, McTominay in the eighth minute, and Isaac Mbenza in the 60th. Manchester United, mathematically eliminated from the top four. How Let good is that Let me tell you, I do,
2: not, I, do not remember, or this, I do not remember the last time that uh, a, a player – scored that I was like I've never heard of that guy like at least I've seen them in like FIFA or I don't know just in passing watching highlight videos or something Isaac and Benza no idea who that is and you know I'm 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 happy to know about him now because uh, United were really 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 bad and that's like they were lucky to get a point that's how bad they were uh, what's his name? Solshar seems to be obsessed with the idea of playing players that will uh, really, really try for the shirt and be proud to wear the shirt. But that just ends up with a midfield of Pogba, McTominay and Matic with Sanchez and Rashford up top and Sanchez on paper like, like that should be a really good team. I mean, it should be, but at the same time, where's the width? Where's the creativity? Where, like Mata's playing in there, but I, I still don't trust Mata. Like Mata away and from Pogba home, uh, should be
1: like pretty good creative force in midfield. I don't know, especially against Huddersfield. I agree field. with. I agree exactly. You're playing against a relegated team.
2: It's to be fair they they were up for that game because it was their last home game in the Premier League. It was their it was like their chairman, the owner of the team. It was his last game in the Premier League before he sells the team this summer. So there's some there's some uh, gray area there that kind of pushed Huddersfield, but you should know that as United, and you need you need the three points. They still had the chance of getting into the top four if they won there and then host Cardiff next week. That's but, the that's yeah. the
0: whole point, Alex. Who on this Manchester United team does not walk into the Huddersfield starting lineup? Who on this Huddersfield team even sniffs the bench at United? There's a level of there's two levels of play here. Okay. They could use Aaron
2: Moy right now. What? <laughs> they could use Aaron Moy right now. <laughs>
0: Fine. That's one. That's one player. Like, this Manchester United team just doesn't show up, and the, the thing that terrifies me the most, like, I love the banter. I'm here for the banter. What terrifies me the most is that Ole might actually be able to get it right. That's what scares me here.
1: Yeah.
2: Really? I'm not scared of that at all. I mean, all. he
1: might. I'm interested to see how he does with signings this summer. I mean, he's probably going to get, you know, 100. I think they're going to move Pogba. I think they're going to move Pogba. Maybe Bogba. more if they move Pogba yeah. too, so.
2: Well, they're they're dumbasses if they do that. They they've mishandled this whole thing. I didn't really have a problem with them getting Solskjaer in. It was giving him the permanent job at that random arbitrary point in the season where and they had they been, been playing well since and they Well, he basically right. made I mean, up the I points gap. That's the reason he, made, he they were yeah, like he made up the points gap. They were back in top 4 at one point. But at the same time like why why just get, make him permanent then? Why not wait till the end of the season, see what the final results are if you get back into Champions League, whatever. It couldn't have hurt you. And then if he's if this situation still ended up playing out you go out and you try and uh, convince Eric Ten Hag from Ajax to come take yeah, over the project. Yeah, but at the time, so you to, be, try fair, and to someone be fair, else, United, like,
1: at the time, there was a lot of pressure from like the media and people saying, you need to give him a permanent job. Like He's done such a good job. Screw pressure. If they're Manchester
0: United, okay? They're one of the biggest brands in sports, not just Football, but sports—the fact if they succumb to the media, they're the biggest idiots on the face of the planet. Okay, they should tell everybody to go piss off, and then they're going to do things their own way. The problem is that they're <laughs> too focused on global branding and not uh, not enough about in between the fucking lines of the pitch.
2: Well, at some point, the the global branding side will start to suffer because they won't be getting the results on the pitch. <laughs> you know, so
0: apparently Pogba's losing like twenty five percent of his wages for because they're not playing in Champions League or something like that.
2: Which is like, well, you mean he would? Yeah, well, he
0: would. Which is why I don't wouldn't be shocked if he leaves. Especially if with... He,
2: if he decides that that's the club's fault and not partially his own. Then yeah, he's an idiot. It says more about him than it does about anyone else. Yeah,
0: but I mean that's that's been Pogba's whole thing that the last year and a half. But I mean, there's rumors today that that Zidane's going to let Madrid Leave uh, Real Madrid this summer, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy, crazy summer. Let's move on. I know, I know, Javier doesn't want to talk about it. but Arsenal draw one-one at the Emirates with Brighton, and Aubameyang pen in the ninth minute, and a Glenn Murray pen in the sixty-first. Arsenal officially finished behind Chelsea on the season. And you, you
2: got this result right, Andrew. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Tell me what was your what was your inspiration, or did, did you did you th- think of this result uh, in the context of Brighton still needing to get safety? Because Javier and I said in the preview that if Cardiff didn't win that game the day before, then Arsenal should win the Brighton game easily, since Brighton would have nothing to play for. I that did- ended up happening, but then Brighton didn't hold up their end of the deal.
0: Just like Spurs are limping to the finish line, I feel the same thing about Arsenal right now. Like and you we've talked Probably about even worse. We've talked about it a lot this season in general. It's just been a very injury heavy season for, for Arsenal and I dunno, I just took a flyer on yep. it.
2: You know what? It was a good point. You know, after the results they've gotten recently, that was a really good point for you guys to get. You know, you got yourself out of that losing run. You know, you got the point at home B- against uh, Brighton. On Thursday
1: to get out of the losing
2: <laughs> run, you piece of shit. We're talking about in England here. I, I can't talking let you guys just keep going like this. Uh, all right, listen. Oh, this Javier, season, I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started, but you go yeah, ahead. All right,
1: this season,
2: <laughs> it hasn't been great,
1: but... To be fair to Unai Emery, he was given a mediocre squad with a bunch of overpaid players, namely, you know, Mikatarian. Mkhitaryan. Um, Don't do the big picture thing. Sure. Come on, really? No, I'm gonna do a big picture because there's there's right. nothing else to do here. This game was, we missed a bunch of chances. We absolutely should have scored a, multiple goals from open play and. With the players just choked.
0: I don't know if I've expressed this on the, on the pod, but I have a very Liverpool like four years ago vibe about Arsenal right now where they're a little bit behind in terms of like monetary wages of what they're actually going to throw down and that they're, they're kind of playing this money ball approach while everyone else is just throwing down fat stacks. And look how long it took Liverpool to get back to this level of being one of the top tier teams in England, like I'm not saying you're going to go out and sign Joe Allen yeah, this it's this the summer, first but
1: year of like after twenty. But losing year, Aaron Ramsey, like like I went Mike Aaron and Ramsey, I, like I'm happy Mike,
0: he's leaving. Mike and I did a count off of guys that are, are at Arsenal that I won at Liverpool, and I think we came up with five, and that included oh, that Ramsey. Many-
2: yeah! Wow, that many, Jesus! Yeah, I was like, I a, have like, I have a, like three:
0: Aubameyang, Lacazette, either of which could be on the bench. Aaron Ramsey, Terrera. I would take a flyer on Gwendozi. He'd probably for us. He'd probably have Lennon. to go on. Right? Mm, yeah, he could be our backup. He's not going to start
2: over Allison. He's a, sure. I'm just saying. Like, but yeah he's, yeah, he's five to six players. So in terms of the the, the but, worst players on that team, he's he's not one of the problems. He's right. part of the solution. You'd think
0: the entire backline. There's, there's a worrying.
2: What? Yeah.
1: Maybe Socrates, but yeah, the whole backline. i really has concerned be about
2: <laughs> the whole backline. I mean, not holding.
1: I mean, no, no Socrates. No, I'm saying the players who are playing right Bellerin? now: Mustafi, Monreal? Mainland, Niles. No, Kushalny. Kushalny needs to not be starting. Like we need to have a lot more depth than what we have now, and I know Emery does not. You know, especially our defenders. He, he's Steve Bould needs to get the hell out of Arsenal, too, because we haven't improved at all defensively while he's been...
2: Just anyone who was there while Wenger was uh, was, was there. That's that's why
1: Ramsey needs to leave, too, because we don't need anyone with that mentality who's been there these last nine, ten years who, frankly, yeah, okay, Ramsey won three FA Cups with us and, frankly, has probably been our best player in these last nine or ten years, um, you know, most consistent, but the 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 quintessential part of the season where we need him he gets hurt this happens every year yeah I mean yeah this it's it's new. this isn't new with Aaron Ramsey either I mean you saw it like if he stays healthy we absolutely win you know we beat Crystal Palace at home we win this Brighton home game maybe we draw one of the away games. Like
0: and maybe you're above Spurs and maybe right
1: now. we're above Spurs and exactly we're Man. and and we're still in it for top four going into the last day. But Ramsey got hurt as usual. He was on good form for us, probably one of our best players. And and people were saying, oh, like we should have given him those Ozil wages. Well, we shouldn't have ever given Oz anybody those wages. We should have just bought like two or three players that were willing to work, you know, much harder for the team. And and you know, we much more hungry than someone like an Ozil or even Ramsey. Like so that's why i'm happy that he's moving on because there's there there's you know we didn't need to give he wanted something like an ozel contract he which i don't blame him because he see he says look i'm better than this guy you need to give me that much money i play the same position which like i understand him asking for that and he's going to get that at juventus because he's going on a free so to me i mean it's 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 it's, it's you know, a good thing for everybody that Ramsey's leaving. Good for him. Good for Arsenal. Good for Juventus. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. What's up, Alex? What are you?
2: Uh- I, I just want to bring up one worrying trend that I've noticed with uh, Emery recently. Not recently, but as far back as his days at Sevilla, when he had those three years in a row where he won the Europa League. There's a trend where. Uh, Sevilla's league form around the time that the Europa League got to the quarterfinals semifinal stage their league form at the same time just took a complete nosedive his first season they failed to win three of their last four league games and they beat Benfica in the Europa League final the second season he failed to win two of his last four so a slight improvement and then they beat Dnipro from Ukraine who are, aren't even a professional club anymore and then the third season this is the doozy. They failed to win eight of their last nine league games, and then they beat Liverpool in the Europa League final. They had seven Jesus, losses, one draw, and so one bad. win. And so, uh, so they're winning the Europa League, which is the good news here. If that ends up happening, that I doubt Arsenal fans. I mean, there's, they, they yeah, will that's, worry that's, about that's the team. The,
1: that's the like one salvaging thing that we could salvage from this season. Now it's just Europa
2: League. Yep. It's just a really risky strategy because it's a knockout tournament, and you get one red card or one injury and one wrong bounce, and all of a sudden that whole plan is ruined. I'm I'm happy that Chelsea went the the league route just because you you've got more of your own control of your in your own destiny. But I mean, fair play to him if he pulls it off, then I mean we won't be able to bitch at him too much.
0: All right, before we uh, transition over to the Manchester City games, I just want to say not to brag, but I called it. It really was the Big Five. I can't believe I forgot that in the Manchester United diatribe there, but uh, I just had to get that in. <laughs> I had that right, like, months ago, so uh, credit to me. Uh, Manchester City getting a 1-0 victory over Leicester City. Vincent Company in the 70th minute with... That
1: man. It's...
2: That what a goal.
1: Company. Like... Big pop-up. Where did you pull v- that out from? Just... Big Papa Vinny was like, fuck this, we're winning the title, get in my fucking knapsack.
2: Get out of the way. The, I loved his comments after the game where uh, there's like a bunch of – I think Raheem Sterling posted the picture of him reacting like, no, don't shoot. And Vinny Company said after the game, like, I didn't play all this time and win all these trophies to get to the point where young players are telling me when and when not to have a go. Like, get out of the way. I'm winning the league for us. I mean, Leicester were so impressive yep. today. That, that's the yeah, main takeaway. Yeah, Leicester
1: played so like, well. I was. Uh, yeah. It makes me feel better that Manchester City lost away at Leicester and almost, like, drew them at home. It makes me feel like we lost to, like, a really good team. Like, Leicester are a very, very good team. And next year, if they make a couple of signings, like, Ndidi, he was unreal this game. If they as can well keep as in Ndidi. the Arsenal game, like, it, it's really... Chowdhury. I mean, Chowdhury, true. Both of those guys are fantastic. And then it just gives Tealman's like, a freedom to... To I mean he's been phenomenal these last few months, especially these last like two months. Thielman, all three
2: of their midfielders were phenomenal. Um just played so, City Rogers, you we know, we playing, to playing toe with City. Rogers has been playing Madison out in like the left wing, which it's kind of it's moved like Damari Gray to the banks and Harvey Barnes to the banks, two players that we've I mean a lot of people have been pretty high on, like young wingers. Uh, and, and instead, he's had Albrighton on the right, Madison on the left, and Madison can drift inside and help out in midfield. I mean, he's naturally like a center midfielder or a center attacking midfielder. Yep. Just his like diversity with the positionally, where he can play, it just helps Rogers so much in terms of uh, getting the right balance between uh, having players who can... Help in possession and uh, drop in and form a bit more of like a defensive block. I just hadn't seen them go against like a really like a really top team and sit deep and defend like this under Rogers, uh, because obviously like had the run of things against Arsenal after the after the red card last week. So yeah, really impressive. They were I mean, you can't be too disappointed because they didn't really have much to play for i guess 7th and that's now they out mathematically
0: of, out of reach. could have if if they had like even if they had drawn no if they had no, drawn they would, be, they would have been out if they had beaten city straight up they would have had a chance had liverpool beaten wolves the following weekend and they obviously win their last game of the season so but then they'd
2: still have to wait for uh, for City to be. I mean, that's yes, so, again, that City will be Watford in the FA, the FA Cup, Cup final. final.
0: Right, exactly. Um, but look, I mean, a big performance for City. I think they've won thirteen straight since the uh, since
2: the Newcastle loss. No, that I thought the it was Newcastle Pal- loss. Yeah.
0: Maybe it was I thought it was the the Palace the Newcastle loss.
2: loss was in back, Palace was back in December. That's their only home loss. They've won every other home game this season. Yep. Uh, and the Newcastle loss was on the 28th of January i believe in so, yeah. the league they've just been untouchable we i think we said on the podcast the after that conceded like i wouldn't be surprised goes. if city just
0: they yeah uh, they, i saw some stat where like they've only conceded like 3 goals in like the last like a few games they're officially ederson I'm and the
1: League uh, they conceded but i'm trying right, to think like in right. the league when was the last time they conceded
0: ederson and uh Allison are officially they shut equal out Chelsea on and clean
2: sheets. uh united well, I mean, the Chelsea game was a while ago.
0: Yeah, but Ederson and uh, Allison officially on uh, the same amount of clean sheets, which is just... The last time they conceded in the Premier League was April 14th when they still beat Palace 3-1. And then before that, it was the game against Watford, which they won 3-1 on March 9th.
1: So they've conceded two goals in the last two Like two, two months. months. Yeah, that's insane. And they've they've played (laughs) some pretty good teams in that. It felt like
2: the final. Yeah, but this felt like the final hurdle. I know you. Some people were pointing at the Burnley away game as like the real one. This was definitely the real tough one. But yeah, with Leicester playing the way they have been—that I mean—that was super impressive. I mean, at the same time, I know it was it was uh, tight coming into the end there, but it still felt like they were going to find a way somehow. Don't you you think? I know it came through like a spectacular. But they were because because
1: Liverpool found a way somehow. I was like, "Come on, City got like they they were all over." You know what I knew? I knew Mike Dean had been told not to give them a penalty, like no matter what, because it looked like any time that City like like had any type of penalty shout, Mike Dean just immediately just waved it off, which. It would have been kind of shitty if they somehow just gotten a penalty and were able to win that way. So I'm kind of glad that they were, had to find some. I'm obsessed, not gonna though, sit
0: and here. And, like I'm that. not gonna sit here and complain about penalties in the Manchester City game. I'm not. Like I can't do that because.
2: No, no. There were there were no penalty shots. Right, that I think were worth it. Right. Like
0: so. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, so and so should have gotten a second. I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and be that guy. Like, I've never been that guy.
2: Vincent Company Question, real quick. Greatest city player ever, or is it still? Sergey I think it's Aguero. still
0: Aguero. Personally,
2: I think I be, It's like the it's like the John Terry. Franklin I, th- I bar here's why. Here's fans. why it's
0: going to be Aguero for me. Two things: one, less injuries, and two, you have to think Company's probably going to re- get maybe another year out of this team, maybe maybe two. I think you're going to see Aguero on this team. I think Aguero is going to end up with like another couple big trophies after Company leaves. So I think when like you look at the whole thing, like yeah, Company was captain when they win their first title, but even when they're winning their first title, you think Aguero on the last day. Um and like right. Aguero is going to go down as arguably one of the best strikers in the Premier League and I don't think it's I think it's a little unfair to Company, but we don't even have the conversation about best defender in the Premier League with Company.
2: He's up there, but he's. Well, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm raising him, uh, you know, as someone who just assumes it's John Terry and will probably think that prob- for the rest of the my prob- life. I would still take Terry. It's, it's, it's an honor for me to I even consider I would still take
0: Terry, there. and again, like the hell, like how many seasons did we see Company play like fifth, under you know less than twenty games?
2: Yeah, that's should be the the, Like, have like really if he him. didn't
0: have the injuries that he had, one, it's hard to think that City don't have more Premier League titles right now, and two, like. It, like again, you're talking about a different conversation because at the end of the day, it's going to be trophies that that really kind of determine all of this. And what? How many? How many did, did company? How many did, did Terry finish with at Chelsea? How many Premier League titles? Five. Okay, I don't. Company's not getting that number one. Well, he's going to be at
2: four after this. He's going
0: to be four. I don't see them. I, I don't. He might retire after this, or he might like take a step, significant step back. And again, I don't. Again, Terry has the Champions League. I don't and see Comedy. He's the highest that. scoring
2: defender in the Premier League his- history. So, I mean, that kind of helps too.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think the bigger conversation in best defender in Premier League history is more between Rio
2: and, and Terry, personally. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, I was bringing company no, I, up for I, City's best player just because of his importance oh, to the club and what he's meant in a leadership role. I, Truly, I you, think, can, you, you can understand that as someone who's watched Liverpool go from a team whose best defender was Dejan Lovren to a team that now has Virgil van Dijk at the back. You can see the difference that having a player like that makes on a team, like a talented team. It just focuses everyone and gets everyone on the same page and makes them all accountable. I agree. I agree, but
0: I would argue that over the past two seasons, or at least since Laporte came in, he hasn't been the best defensive player at City.
2: Yeah, no, I'm just saying there's a there's a further no. influence that needs to be Absolutely. recognized there. That's, Absolutely. It's not exactly so, like, quantifiable.
0: Right, great Premier League player, Manchester City don't have the success that they've had without company, and he was definitely one of those early players that helped turn the tide and really put the club kind of on the map, but I I don't think you can put him down. For, I think he's, and we'll Americanize this because we can, Mount Rushmore, top player of Manchester City without a doubt. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Staple. Like, but, I mean, arguably you could... Put that's all players ter-
2: from this era, right? City, I mean, uh,
0: now. right now the 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 Mount Rushmore of Manchester City players is Company Aguero, David Silva, and then we have a conversation about who's the
2: next one. It's Yaya. There's no conversation. It's Yaya.
0: Yeah, that's that is that is fair. That is very fair. All maybe, right. Maybe uh,
2: your old maybe your old pal Rodney Marsh. Who, nah, came they were at, day, who came they, in they, in January when they were top of the league and they ended up losing the league title. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. It's <laughs> definitely not Rodney. It's for sure not Rodney. Uh, that basically wraps up another episode of the Ghost Goal Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Ghost Gold Pod at Andrew Passaro, at ASMOS92, at Javier JavierRev9. Um, like, review, subscribe on iTunes. We so haven't really discussed our summer schedule yet, but we'll still be doing something in some capacity at some times. Um, I'd really like to be utilizing the voicemail more this summer, either with transfer rumors or like, Hey, my team just signed this guy. I'm super team excited. We'll
1: be doing like Copa America and gold cup yeah. slash coverage.
0: I mean, we'll probably do some. I'm not going to sit here and watch yeah, not Cuba versus saying, like, Trinidad well, and Tobago. Uh, I'm going to watch European it.
2: European cup, European championship qualifying. Of course. <laughs> I kid, I kid.
0: <laughs> Alex, if I wanted to watch paint dry, I'd paint my walls of my apartment. Okay
2: be more fun than watching ireland
0: play i'll admit that i'm I'm aware (laughs) i'm aware all right uh for all of us here thank you for listening and until next time i'm cutting that where that's not happening